Hello guys, welcome to a new episode of the Nest Podcast, brought to you by students from the International School of Vickers. My name is Irinka. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to be talking about books. So on April 23rd, we celebrate World Book and Copyright Day. And in honor of that, we thought it would be great to do a podcast episode talking about some of our favorite books and perhaps give some book recommendations to some of our listeners. And to come up with uh, this entire concept of World Book Day, we are going to bring up several articles regarding books, mm-hmm. literature, um, and several art forms that evolve from literature and books. And uh, obviously copyright, maybe even intellectual property. Mm-hmm. So make sure to look out on our website for those. And to get right into it, Chris, what is a nostalgic book from your childhood? I mean, I didn't really read that much during my childhood, but a major book that I have read is uh, for sure uh, Horrible Histories. Mm -hmm. So Horrible Histories, if you guys don't know, are these small, kind of small books regarding uh, uh, several subsections uh, uh, of history, such as the Rotten Romans, I think, was one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Egyptians. I, yeah, I and they all have like catchy uh, titles that mm-hmm. c- contain alliteration, and uh, it was the thing that sparked mostly the the passion that I currently have for history and specifically mm-hmm. historical fiction uh, regarding literature. And um, the thing about it is very interactive re- for children because history as a whole is quite boring for children. Like you yeah. tell them like, oh, there were like, okay, you have like the dinosaur period that was interesting, mm-hmm. and you have like the pharaohs maybe like ancient Greece and Rome, but most of the things are bland. It's like, what happened, you know? Mm -hmm. But these really hit like very interesting things like, let's say, hygiene and like, you know, as Mm -hmm. children, it had that humor that made you think, oh, 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 that's gross or whoa, that's Mm -hmm. pretty cool. And uh, it is a very interesting way and very good way to engage children into history and learning about the passing, sparking that curiosity that Mm -hmm. one would have. And uh, I'm pretty sure you also liked Horrible Histories quite a bit. Yeah, I did. I, like, vividly remember the illustrations being yeah. so, like, attractive and funny. Like, they would literally make me giggle as a child. Yeah. And I love them. I think they're really, really useful for, for children. I would really recommend for young kids to read this series. And for nostalgia purposes, I think I honestly would read yeah, some too now. Because mm-hmm. I remember we used to go to the library at ISB. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. Miss Lily is there <laughs> mm-hmm. and... I would search for like they were like three or four horrible history books and I'd mm-hmm. pick them out and I'd reread them every time and they're they're very very good mm-hmm. and they're short and they're very easy they're to lovely. get into yeah mm-hmm. what about you uh I feel like everyone read like the classic uh, the very hungry caterpillar when they yeah. were small if you remember that and also um that book about the elephant that had different colors do you know he had like his skin was made up of oh, patches, patches of different yeah. colors yeah oh I love that book and also I read like uh, most of the stereotypical like books that like young girls would read during that time like Judy Moody, Dork Diaries, but also Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yeah, I feel like everyone read it. Yeah. That's classic. And also something that I remember taking out from the library at school is called the Secret Series. And each book in the series was based on a different uh, sense. For example, smell, taste, mm. uh, like hearing okay. or and uh, they were like different mysteries based on the, these senses. For example, for the taste one, I remember it was about like this like poison chocolate and it was like really interesting. That sounds tasty. Yeah. <laughs> and I really, really love those books. They were very, very engaging to me. And uh, yeah, I would recommend them for ages like, let's say, 8 to 12 or something like that. I think they're lovely. If they're still in the library, I would really recommend if any of our younger listeners are interested. Yeah, and I also remember this 
the series of books, but I don't remember. I think they were in French, and I had them at home. Huh. <laughs> and uh, it was about this, like, elephant king named Barbar. <laughs> and, like, he used to go with his family in, like, buses and stuff. Yeah. Oh, and Clifford, lovely. obviously Clifford. Clifford, Clifford yeah. the big red oh, dog. Oh, did you ever read um, We're Going on a Bear Hunt? Or something like that. It was about this family, and it was, like, with rhymes. I'm sure some people read it, because I remember reading it in school. So if you were here since primary, guys. There's also the, the Bernstein Bears. Bernstein Bears, Bernstein Bears yeah. Which are, like, a series of very short uh, s- uh, stories regarding mm-hmm. this family of bears. and how It's, it's so very cute, wholesome and yeah. cute. There's also, like, Arthur the, the Turtle, or what Arthur? was it? Arthur? Oh, oh no, uh, no, no, he was, no, no, like, no. Uh, the Anteater. Anteater, anteater. yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. Yeah, it was lovely. Okay, and um, when you were a teenager, what book got you into regularly reading again? I mean, so I read a bit back in like year six. Mm-hmm. John Green era. The John yeah. Green era was huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, as most people our age, I just mm-hmm. forgot completely about books. And then randomly, my sister gave me this book, I think for Christmas. My older sister gave me a 2001 a Space Odyssey. Mm hmm. And at the beginning, I was like, oh, that's a nice book, mm-hmm. cool. I don't know when I'll read it, when I'll get the chance. But even though I had the spare time, I was playing mm-hmm. video games. I didn't really do anything. This was about year 11. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I opened it up, and it had really interesting concepts about like human evolution and some. it's sci-fi. It's about basically some dangers about AI and it's a very good book that you can like get into <coughs> very easily yeah it's mm-hmm. pretty nice yeah i'd be interested in reading it yeah it's, it's very good it's short mm-hmm. so you don't really have that commitment or that intimidation from what i've yeah. heard lots of people are intimidated by big books i don't personally mm-hmm. understand it, but um you should probably start with like easy books that are yeah. quite short mm-hmm. yeah what about you well so for me i remember when i was about uh, 12 or 13 I read this book called The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Probably many people heard of it or have seen the movie because the movie is also really famous. But it's pretty much about this uh, this young boy that starts high school and he doesn't have a lot of friends. He's kind of an introvert. And it's about how he adapted, also about his like family issues, how he made friends. It's like really relatable and also quite hard-hitting for me at that age. So that kind of got me into reading like some of those teenage books, like as I mentioned, John Green... Um, who else was there? I think Adam Silvera was another teen author that I read quite a lot. At what age? Uh, like exactly. 12, 13, 14, around that age. Alright. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then when I was... I think that was like when I was 12 or 13. And then when I was 15, I think, I got interested in reading classic books. So the first classic I ever picked up was The Picture of Dorian Gray. And I remember also recommending it to you and you also really liking it. And that's the book that got me into reading like older literature, more uh, well-respected literature that had a huge impact on today's current literature. And that was yeah, the book yeah. that got me into reading classics. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is a book that taught you an important life lesson? Important life lesson? Well, the book that I'm currently reading is a philosophy book called Letters from a Stoic by uh, Seneca. And he was... Uh, a Roman senator. He was a Roman politician, and he also used to be a, a philosopher. And he he, he writes. He, he wrote these uh, letters towards his uh, brother regarding like different personal re- uh, contributions. You know, like oh, you should try to work on this. And he was basically a mentor mm-hmm. to 
the, uh, to his little brother, and uh, they're very interesting. It talks, it talks to you about like the the minuteness of life and how like in a way you should take everything with a grain of salt and how you should limit the vices that you should have in life and try to promote the goodness. It's you know way a self help book, but indirectly you know it's, yeah. if you, it has lots of allegories mm -hmm. and. Uh, it has uh, several like metaphors, so it's, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it for the beginner beginners mm. that like want to get into literature. But after you read a couple of books and you manage to get the underlying themes of certain books, you can definitely get into this. And uh, I feel like it really showed a lot of lessons, like mm -hmm. and I still think about. And uh, there's these uh, sayings, and lots of people talk about how almost every line that Seneca says is quotable. Every like it, there's a meaning in almost every line. So definitely, I read about like nine to ten pages per day because it's very concentrated and very important. And then I also have a uh, crime and punishment that also taught me quite a lot about resistance mm -hmm. and about how by uh, Dostoevsky and how it all uh, like life sometimes batters you down. But at the end of the day, you have to persist, and how, at like the like your low points can be even lower. So you have to be quite, uh, you have to be quite resistant and uh, persevere through. Uh, personally, for me, I would say the book that taught me a lot was uh, *War and Peace* by Lev Tolstoy. Uh, the lesson that it taught me it was uh, quite uh, unique, you could say, because it taught me a lot about war, which I guess wasn't the topic that I really spent a lot of time thinking about but obviously it's something extremely <laughs> important in our society that is ongoing and it taught me about I guess the psyche behind war and uh, what uh, motivates people to do such a cruel thing and also about how history can be transformed through the perspectives of others and how different historians view certain wars and events based on, based on their previous biases and their past experiences and I think that was a book that really impacted me especially since I read it quite early in my reading journey was like a huge shift for me from like the types of books that I used to read to this like huge <laughs> behemoth of a, like a thousand two hundred page yeah. novel but it was it was worth it and I don't know I wasn't intimidated by it yeah I mean the thing is about intimidation I understand it's a big book probably a big commitment but at the end of the day it's the same as any other book it has yeah. characters and obviously if you think about it, not necessarily so quantity is not equal to quality but at the degree of the huge classics like War and Peace yeah. by uh, Tolstoy you know for sure that the considering it's this long you'll have lots of character development and mm -hmm. you'll have time to actually like integrate all of this and make even like create the huge resonance within certain characters because yeah. uh, you told me that you feel like one of the characters from War and mm -hmm. Peace you heavily resonate Natasha, with yes. with. Yeah, she's one of my favorite characters of all time. If you read, probably you understand. But yeah, I would really recommend that book. Uh, so our next question is: uh, What is a book that you would recommend for people that want to start getting into reading? I mean, I spoke about 2001 A Space Odyssey. It's some, mostly, I don't know, for... I would recommend also for girls that are interested in sci-fi and mind-boggling things mm -hmm. because it really creates this scale like humans are actually ants. Like, compared ants? on... Yeah, like, compared on yeah. the mm -hmm. world, the global, universal stage, mm -hmm. we we are like ants walking throughout the mound. So it was very interesting, like, uh, that certain scenario. It's short, it doesn't really have complex language and it really really hooks you in so the intro was very 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 nice i really liked it so i recommend that 
But other than that, I didn't really read books that really get you in. Maybe Count of Monte yeah. Cristo. It's a very mm. long book, but it's it's super interesting about these. It's full of adventure. It doesn't really have any underlying themes necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's it's there to entertain you. It's there to keep mm-hmm. you on your seat, and it's there to make you think like, wow, now that that's cool. However, that one is. I mean, I recommend it for people oh from year eleven onwards mm-hmm. because it has certain themes that are a bit darker. But definitely, I'd recommend it if you are ready to actually go for that. What about Mm -hmm. you? Uh, For me, a book that I read at the beginning of my reading journey, and I really felt like it was like perfect for my level at that time, was *The Lord of the Flies*. Mm. I feel like yeah, yeah. uh, yeah, I feel like a lot of people like read it in school. I know my younger sister read it, but uh, if you haven't, I would really recommend it. It's about a group of boys that are uh, brought to an island during war, right? Yeah, after a nuclear war. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And it's about uh, it's about humanity and how they change and how you know their struggle to survive caused them to turn into animals, pretty much. And uh, I won't say anything else. But it does have dark themes. But it's also a bit. Um, it's quite easy to read because it's short. And since they're children, like the language isn't very complicated. But it's very interesting. Like it, like my heart was like racing while yeah, reading it. And the fun thing about the language, if you remember, is mm-hmm. actually. I believe the children were British and you could see it from yeah, the writing yeah, yeah. itself. It had like British slang and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like it's a very good book where you can start getting into in-depth psychological, yeah, yeah, sociological yeah. themes mm-hmm. for beginners. Like yeah, it's entertaining, mm-hmm. but it still contains that background, like entertaining on like, not as, I don't mean it in a bad way, but like on the surface level, like just pure mm-hmm. thrill. It doesn't have those deep interconnect. Thrill, yeah. That's but, like a keyword for me. But... It has those themes that you think about, oh, wait, humans mm-hmm. are actually a product of their own environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's a saying you hear often, but you don't necessarily mm-hmm. think about You're like, oh, yeah. cool, nice, you said mm-hmm. something. But it really shows you that in that certain book. Yeah, I yeah. agree, for sure. And Lord of the Flies affected so much of like pop culture. Like you always yeah, hear, yeah, yeah, sure. like it's used as an argument a lot, like about like human nature and things like that. And there's lots of uh, probably movies that are influenced. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Outcast yeah. and all of these like mm-hmm. survival jungle things mm-hmm. have heavily yeah. influenced. And there's like even I remember books that came out in the last like three years and it says, says like based on Lord of the Flies. It's like oh, huge. Right. It has a huge impact. Yeah. And uh, our last question. Uh, something about the future. What is the book that you really, really want to read? That I really want to read. Mm-hmm. So I have. So for Christmas, fun fact, I was thinking, what would I want <laughs> as a gift? And I was like, I only want books. Why not? I can stock up all my bookshelf, mm-hmm. relax, and for the mm-hmm. next year I won't have to go to. Even though I love going to Cartouche, but yeah. as you think I might know, I stay there for hours. <laughs> yeah. to pick, oh, So indecisive. Yeah. I'm not really an indecisive person, but when I see a yeah. book, no. I and also, the uh, book uh, thrift stores in Romania are actually amazing. Fantastic, yeah. I love them. If you go in the center, like if you're interested in reading and want to get really good deals. You grab a shawarma, <laughs> you go to like a, a coffee shop, mm-hmm. or you get some tea, and then you just walk around through the. They're Obviously, amazing. now it's during COVID times, yeah. it's not recommended, but for sure, you, you, there's lots in the center. You can go to Chishmiji, or you have mm-hmm. lots of places that you can go to. Exactly. And. Uh, well, a book that I really want to read, I have several, but one of the ones that I really, really want to read is called Ulysses, and it's by James Joyce, and he's an, Iri- uh, uh, he's an Irish writer, and he spoke about unconventional books. 
he like he wrote unconventional books. For example, each s s chapter or section of this book is written in a different format. One of them is written under like a song format, so there's mm -hmm. the lyrics and the notes. One of them is like a play. Mm -hmm. Other one is in poetry, and it's all about one single night. And I think about yeah, one day uh, a spouse cheating on uh, uh -huh. another member, and it's about this one night and all these events that go around and the mm -hmm. meandering through the through the streets of Dublin. And apparently, he correct uh, characterizes Dublin so well that people go to Dublin to Ireland Whoa. as tourists and take the entire route and the entire <gasps> landmarks lovely. that are described there so That's this amazing. author James Joyce as a whole has a huge influence over English literature but specifically mm -hmm. Irish literature he's a gem throughout that mm -hmm. so it would be very interesting to read this experimental novel but yeah, from what I know sure. it's like very intimidating very, very dense. Not, not only is it long but imagine the amount of descriptions that you need yeah. to write is like 800 pages 600 mm -hmm. 700 around that time for just one night yeah. and so so many different formats so exactly you... probably the changing in styles is quite like trippy and it will yeah. take you like quite some time to adjust but yeah. I think it's worth it I also heard it's fantastic yeah, yeah. Uh, for me I could go with uh, the last book that I bought because uh, just like Chris I love shopping for books and the last book I bought is 100 Years of Solitude by uh, Gabriel Garcia Marquez and uh, I'm really interested in getting into uh, South American literature I haven't really explored that area and uh, I'm also interested in like surrealist literature and uh, I think he's like one of the best uh, authors of that yeah, style. Yeah, I feel like uh, Garcia Marquez's uh, magical realism is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I read a bit in Romanian, um, uh, um, how is it? Uh, love. Uh, love during the, during, in a time of color mm -hmm. or something like that by the same writer. And it's very weird. Like the, uh, it's about this person who's very love lovesick after mm -hmm. a woman, and he starts developing genuine, like uh, symptoms to the mm -hmm. cholera outbreak that were mm -hmm. often during the nineteenth uh, and eighteenth century. And it's super interesting. I didn't manage to finish it because I wanted to read more exciting literature because I was doing the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very, very interesting. I've heard very, very good things about mm -hmm. his writing. I'm fascinated by yeah, this book. South American literature as a whole is very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. Like we spoke with Miss Flori, who our Spanish teacher, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot about Spanish mm -hmm. literature, and we we asked her about recommendations. We asked her about everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's very, very yeah. interesting. And I have very many. I would love to get more into Russian literature, like Dostoevsky. Sure. I still have a read a book by Dostoevsky. You so still have like two. Yeah, I have memory. The Idiot on my shelf. Also, you have Crime and Punishment. And Brothers Karamazov. Oh yeah, you have that too. Yeah. Well, I better get to it. And there's so many. A book that I've had for a very, very long time and it's like a huge classic is Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. Yeah, keep on talking about it every time. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I, I have so many. I just, I'm so excited to continue. Reading. Yeah, I mean, when you have a bookshelf of, of about 20 books that you really want to read and mm -hmm. they're the best of the best, yeah. you... you it's very, very weird. It's like constantly having a restaurant in your house and you, <laughs> you, you just don't know what to pick. Yeah, There's an entire menu. You're like, oh, wait, I can mm -hmm. order this. I can get that. So, yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's very, very good. But it's all about perseverance. For example, personally, I haven't really read in the past weeks mm. or past month. I be. I be, exactly. But it's not necessarily about the time, so to speak, because you can always cram in five, ten pages and you still get through For it. Sure. So... I know that that's a very big common excuse amongst most people. I don't, have time. I don't have time to read books, which I resonate with because that's what happened for the past month. But even if you read five pages right after school, that's still very good of to course. get a reset from mm -hmm. all of our Zoom devices and mm -hmm. that you just look at a book and then you can yeah. get on with homework and stuff. I really like to read before bed. I think having like a 
10 minutes, like 15 minutes, half an hour without like mm. any screen and just like relaxing and reading like even 10 pages, 20 pages. Yeah, for, for me that's impossible. <laughs> I fall asleep. Why? And really? I fall asleep instantly. I can't. Yeah, well, you don't have to go like too late, like around 10 p.m. Like yeah. if you, if you, yeah, if you try to read at like 11, 12, I, I yeah. don't think that would really work. Yeah. But yeah, so I hope you guys got some recommendations. I really hope that we inspired you at least to some extent. And thank you so much for listening. Thank um, you, guys. Make sure to check us out on our website, thenestaisb.com. Also follow us on Instagram at thenestaisb. Uh, and yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye.